Welcome back to the Nobody Asked for This Podcast. Now, I didn't even know when I clicked record this lovely afternoon, this 11, uh, it's morning, this 11, 12 a.m. I didn't know that that was what was going to come out. That was what I was going to present to people at 11, 12 a.m. in the morning, the day before this comes out. Nearing the end of March, we've, we've ushered in spring. I believe we did that. If not the episode before this, the episode before that. Uh, but yeah, sometimes I surprise even myself. I, I, you know, like I say, I don't really have a plan for these. Um, as I, for whatever reason, mention every day, every every episode at least. Um, but it's just kind of what comes out. I'm always not only surprised, surprised, but pleasantly surprised. I have to say, not to brag, not to, um, you know, I'm trying to be very humble and humility, although it is kind of hard for me sometimes. Like, let me just say this. It's not hard to be humble when you know, you're not necessarily, you know, the best. But when you're someone like me, it's it's tough. You know, I'm humility is a pursuit that I'm working on. Um, but then when I click record on my, you know, iPhone from five years ago, and that's what comes out, like that opening song that I sung and that's what comes out with no rehearsal like I'm it's a little bit harder for me to remain humble but I'm going to try and I'm not going to bore you with the details of that pursuit but yes thank you welcome to the episode number probably I think 42 of the nobody asked for this podcast we are at I believe March 30th when you're listening to this we're at the end of March the Ides of March don't exactly know what that means although I'm pretty sure I did write an essay on it which, you know, you would think, how how does one write an essay on something that they can't explain? Um, I don't really know how I did that. I didn't really ever do research for my essays. I've talked about my, my methods before um, in, a, in, a, in previous episodes, but I kind of would just write my opinions, which is not, it wasn't the assignment, but I would just write my opinions and then find people that agreed with me. So if you need to write an essay quick, you know, maybe it's the night before, it's 11, 12 p.m., and it's due in about, you know, 30-something minutes, whatever the math is on that, if it's due at 11.55. Which, can I just say, how rude. I've talked about before, and this is starting to sound like I'm just recapping anything I've talked about in previous episodes, but trust me, I have new material today. I have a list. I actually did a little bit of preparation, preparedness. But what I've never understood is when people... And by people, I mean instructors, professors, teachers of university. When we would start having to turn stuff in online, some people would make the due date 11.50, or the due time, 11.59 p.m. And some of them would make it 11.55 p.m. If you're an 11.55 p.m. person, how dare you? Because there were times, because I was down to the wire. I was like, I started proofreading like, 10.58, I knew I had, like, less than an hour to get it. There were times where I would log in at, like, 11.52, thinking, look at me, I'm such a good student, I have seven extra minutes, and then realize that, no, 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 it's actually due at 11.55. Like, you can't give us those extra four minutes 
are you going to market? Ask yourselves this. If, if you are listening to this, which is literally no one, trust me, I know. I see the stats. If you are listening to this and you are a professor who assigns essays due for 11.55 p.m. as opposed to 11.59 p.m., then you better mark all of those essays between 11.55 p.m. and 11.59 because that must mean that you need it urgently. You cannot wait the extra four minutes. You need the essays now. You need them at 11.55 on the dot because you are waiting there eager with your red pen or whatever the digital version of a red pen would be to, to tick off my paper, tick literally tick off, that was like poetry. It was like a verb. It was like a metaphorical takeoff and a literal takeoff with a red pen. I would get a lot of question marks on my essays. Teachers would just be like, "What?" or like, "Explain." or "This is in English." It's quite negative. And again, I still maintained some sense of a confidence, self-esteem. So it was really like I'm either delusional or very special. And I thrive in the gray of those two areas. I think that that is where, I think that is where we should exist, between delusion and confidence. Be respectful, be nice, but be be but be a little bit delusional, and mask it as confidence. And I will be writing a book, um, under the same publishers that published Dr. Phil's book because I don't know that they really care about, um, like facts or anything. Like I, I think they just kind of let you kind of run with it. Uh, no offense to Phil. We did a, we did a, not a memorial because he's still with us, but we did a, uh, and by we, I mean me, did a, uh, a send off for good old Philly, Philadelphia, Philly, Dr. Philly cheesesteak. Um, his show is, un- is unfortunately ending, but you know, what are you going to do? Anyway, what do we have to say this week? Okay. I have my first sort of topic that I would like, oh, interrupting my own self, breaking news. I've, I've been sort of tracking this on the last few episodes everybody knows easter season we're coming up cadbury cream egg mcflurry time i have been anxiously awaiting the return of the cadbury cream egg mcflurry and it's been so late it's been so late normally it comes like right after you know the chamois shake leaves it's like come on on to the next we're very like go 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 but there's been a pause shamrock shakes you know left us march i think 17th we're at, as you're listening to this, March 30th. So I was nervous. I was shaking every time I thought about it. My heart was start racing. And I'm pretty sure that had nothing to do with the venti iced coffee I just had before. Like I was legitimate. I know I joke a lot on this podcast. It's basically satire. But I was like legitimately nervous that I was not going to be able to enjoy the, my favorite Easterly, my favorite Eastern um, sweet treat of a Cadbury Cream Egg McFlurry. I was actually looking into copycat recipes, which I'm sure could get, you know, could capture almost the same flavor because really it's just ice cream and um, a Cadbury Cream Egg that is kind of mixed together. And I can do that, I think. I'm not the best cook, but I think I could do that. And um, what's a little bit, you know, if you're a longtime listener of the show, which there are none of you, like literally... We had, we had a couple in the beginning. We had a couple real ones who were, like, sticking with it. I'm not going to call anyone out. Uh, they have fallen off. And, you know, it is it is what it is. I've accepted it. I'm gonna, we're going to love them anyway. Uh, but they've fallen off, and that's fine. 
and this is my extending an olive branch. But if you if you happen to be a longtime listener, you know that I've complained about the McFlurry formula. The McFlurry formula is something that uh, needs to be fixed because when you get it, I get so excited that I don't even need it to be perfect, which is good because it's not. It's so runny because I'm pretty sure that their ice cream is like a lot of air. So when you take ice cream that is already air and then put it in that like stick thing, be like the immersion, not blizzard, the immersion blender for the McFlurry, it's, you're basically having a milkshake. And then for whatever reason, all of the toppings or like the flavor, the Oreo, the score, the cream egg McFlurry, whatever you're, whatever you're getting, the Skittles, not Skittles, M&Ms, it all ends up on the top or the bottom. So it's not a perfect formula, but I was just so terrified that I wasn't going to be able to have my imperfect Cadbury Cream Egg McFlurry that, again, I was looking into how to make one. But thank goodness they came in last minute, under the wire, like, not Christmas, Easter is coming, and they said it'll be here. So I can't wait to have one. Hopefully by next week when I record, I will have had one. Maybe I'll record with one, you know? I think that could be fun. So I just want to say... Um, apologies if I was kind of stirring up any public outrage or like scaring people like I didn't want to alarm people I actually think in my pleas um my pleads to get the Cadbury Cream Egg McFlurry I was really trying to tone it down in the last couple episodes because I didn't want to like send anyone in a state of panic you know we're just kind of coming off of COVID we're kind of those emergency bells are are kind of you know coming down our our um, something sympathetic nervous system, parasympathetic, I don't know. I almost use a science term on the Nobody Asked This podcast. So you can't say that I'm not well-rounded. You cannot say that when I put this podcast under the science um, charts, podcast charts, in order to chart higher, because there's probably less competition over there, you can't say that I'm lying. Okay? Um... But yes, I I am so excited, and I feel like now I can actually usher in the Eastern season. Okay, so now that that's settled, I have something else that I would like to not, not really complain. It's more so like um, scientific research. As everybody knows, as I'm, I mean, I would assume everybody knows this, the last maybe five to ten years, it's been all about the milk alternative. You know, we've, we've straight away from, you know, regular cow juice, and we're going vegan. Now, I think it's partly due to lactose issues, partly due to, you know, just an awareness of, of the unethicalness, maybe, of of cow milk, of cow juice. So we're kind of going with the um, the milk alternative. Now, I love how they're not able to call it milk when it's, like, from another source. So it's, like, oat beverage, almond beverage. And I was trying to think, like, what, what was my experience? Because this is obviously about me. What was my experience of the milk alternative? Now, I'm sure people are like, um, this is not new. This is not from the last five to ten years. People have been, you know, milking almonds and oats for as long as, you know, as long as humans have been alive. And I'm sure that that is the truth. But I can only speak from my own um, experience. Um, but I'm going to present this information as if it is science and fact-based, okay? So just a quick disclaimer there. I remember probably about 10 years ago, uh, almond milk came across my knowledge. And I was like, what is this? And I tried it, and it tasted gross. 
Um, but then I realized that like in stuff it didn't taste as bad. So like if you had it in a coffee, not as bad. If you had it in a smoothie, not as bad. It was a little watery, but I feel like as the time has passed on, they really they they perfected it. They make it better. So I feel like almond milk is like is like what you know it's 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 a kind of like the go to non dairy milk. But which actually before the but. I say milk, like M-E-L-K, when I believe it is milk. So, fake imaginary people listening to this, do not, you know, don't get up in arms over my pronunciation, my pronunciation of milk. Wait, no, no, I, that, no, no, of milk. Like, I know I say it wrong. I'm, I'm accepting it. The reason I bring this up is because I was in a grocery store the other day, and I, I wasn't really on a, on a time crunch, so I was like, let me just, like, peruse. And I went out, you know that weird aisle that it's, like, it's, like, green? I don't know if this is, like, a relatable experience, but, like, in it's just a regular grocery store. It's not a fancy grocery store, not a specialty grocery store. It's just a regular old grocery store. They have, like, those, like, plaques. Not plaques, but it's, like, the signs to be near the aisles. You know how there's always that, like, natural section that's, like, green? That, like, you kind of avoid because, like, what is in there that I need? At least if you're me. Like, I had a, a cartload of, like, I had some Cool Whip. I got some, I got, like, a uh, maybe a banana or two, a mango, um, some soda, um, lots of hot Cheetos. I think I hit up the ice cream aisle, maybe got some Pillsbury cookie dough. You know, it was a, it was a normal, uh, I was getting the essentials. It was a survivalist trip. And I was like, you know what? I never take the time to walk down this like fancy aisle. So I walked down and it was like a lot of like kombucha. It was a lot of like alternative um, yogurt. Apparently you can yogurt oats. Apparently you can yogurt coconut. I did not know. It was a lot of like, not protein bars, but like health bars. It was a lot of, um, I, guess it's, I guess if I'm explaining everything, it's not really a lot. I'm just kind of listing what was in the aisle. It was a lot of like breakfast foods, but like healthy. Like there was a lot of chia, so much chia seeds, so much hearts of hemp. I don't even know what that is, um, but it, they have it. They have it. It was like overnight oats packs, which I've tried to get into overnight oats. I'm Because I'm, it's a great idea, you think, oh my gosh, it's like, oats that I want overnight, but I realized like I always want them in the morning, which I believe is the time that you're supposed to eat breakfast, but I don't have the strength at night to like think ahead and be like, you know what? I think me in the future is going to want some overnight oats. So I need to figure out a way to do overnight oats in like three and a half seconds, as opposed to the full 12 hours or whatever, however long you sleep, quote unquote, overnight. But yeah, I was walking up and down this aisle, and I saw the most peculiar thing. I saw a row of milk alternatives. Milk, I see it now, I'm self-conscious about how I say milk. Milk beverages. And for whatever reason, I guess they have it now refrigerated in the dairy section, which seems like the place for it, but they also have non-refrigerated plant-based beverage, not plant-based, but like vegan beverages in these fancy green aisles. I'm going to call them the wellness aisles. So I'm in the wellness aisles and I see like a row of, of like milk and I'm like, oh, that's weird. But I'm going through the list, <clears throat> excuse me, 
and I see, okay, almond milk, how are you? What's up? Again, my thoughts on almond milk, like it's getting better. It's good in stuff. I don't know that I would ever sit around and um, just feast on almond milk because like there's other things to do with my time, uh, but not too bad. And then I go to oat milk, which uh, yeah, I have to say it tastes like hay. And I don't know if it's because in my head I associate oats with hay. Um, I can't say that I'm a fan. But then every once in a while I'll have it in something. Like I'll get, like I'll, I'll fall for it. I'll f- on Starbucks, on the Starbucks app, I'll go to mobile order. And instead of getting my regular drink, I'll be like, oh, what's this fancy thing that they're trying to tell me to get? I don't know if I talked about this, but a couple weeks ago, I, I always get the same thing. I always get just like a, a iced coffee, no sugar, no milk of, from any source, cow otherwise, plant, nope, any sort of nut. I just get regular, just pour me an iced coffee. Um, and I've been getting that for a while. Like I was literally walking around like grade eight and nine with my unsweetened iced coffee. I looked <laughs> very sane. Uh, I was really like popular, you know, uh, but anyway, that's a different episode. So yeah, I'm I'm about to order my my regular. It's like a reflex at this point. And then I see this like thing that they're trying to get me to get. They're trying to get me to get this like, I think it was called a something shaken, brown sugar oat, blonde, upside down. I don't even know like some sort of espresso something or other. And I was like, you know what? Let's branch out. I click order. My first mistake is that this drink was seven dollars. I'm li- I'm not even kidding. I got a grande, seven dollars. Like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I was like, is this a joke? But I almost felt guilty, like removing it from my cart. Like I was I was that far in, like I I committed to it. So let's just kind of go for it, right? Seven dollars for a a drink. And I even took away syrups. Like, I think it has like four pumps of something, brown sugar syrup. And I was like, you know what, just give me two. Thinking that it was going to make it cheaper. Mm -mm, That's not how it works. But if you add one, you still have to pay like an extra 30 cents. But if you take away, you're still paying their price, which I have to talk to the mermaid. Like, this is ridiculous. That would be the mermaid on the cup. I don't I might have talked about this before, but thankfully... Um, and that was the episode that zero listeners listened to. Like I, I went on the website that like tracks this or whatever. Like no people participated in that episode. Like not one. I could just copy and paste the audio from that episode and, and play it now. People would have no idea. Well, how funny would that be if I just kept playing the same episode? Hmm. April Fool's is coming up. But that would be pretty sad to like play an April Fool's joke on essentially nobody. Anyway, fourth tangent of the story of me trying to bring up what I was trying to talk about, as in what I saw in the wellness aisle. Um, yeah, I paid seven dollars, and it was and it was good. So all of this in saying, oat milk, you might have me, but that is a big might because again, you kind of taste like hay. And then I saw cashew milk. Okay, I've heard of that. Um, made me wonder, like, where's the peanut butter milk? I feel like that I would be all about. Like you, peanut butter chocolate milk, not by Reese's, no offense Reese's. You're great, but like you're not necessarily, I don't think it'd be found in the green aisles, you know, the wellness section. 
And then I saw the most peculiar thing. I saw rice milk. And now I, I vaguely, 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 vaguely remember that this was a thing. And is a thing and continues to be, and I'm sure has been for, for centuries. So again, I know. This is, this is very much from my own perspective, which I realize is flawed. But I was, I just, I was just like, I, I feel like it got left behind. Like it was, oh, I forgot coconut milk. Coconut milk, actually very good. That, I think that's the only one that doesn't taste like, like it's not a, a taste you have to get used to. It's just like, it's sweet. I think coconut is in most things. Like, I don't know that we're like eating almonds for fun, but like people will eat coconut. There's coconut flavored stuff. You have to like the, the flavor of it. The thing with coconut is I actually relate to a coconut because it's like very overpowering and it's like either it's a taste you enjoy or you want absolutely nothing to do with it. And if it's like, and if it's in a pie, like let's say you made a pie or my favorite delicacy, a Nanaimo bar. If coconut is in something, all you taste is coconut. To really make the point, like if I'm in a room, you, you probably know that I'm there. And you're either excited about that or you like can't run far enough. So me and, me and coconut, I, I can appreciate it because I am it. I, I'm a coconut. But coconut milk is good. And that has been picked up. So I feel like the three that are like known and, and, and popular, like the top three of milk alternatives, almond, oat, coconut. Almond was the first one, except obviously soy. Soy it has, I think, was the first one to really like make it known that these coffee chains like Starbucks are going to be carrying milk alternatives. And then almond was like, I can do this too. And that was accepted. Coconut, they're like, okay, well, sure. Like palm trees, that's fun. Let's do that. Oh, in the last maybe five years, people decided we're going to invite it to the party. But for some reason, rice milk hasn't like done the hasn't done the thing. They haven't broken into the industry, and I just can't like I I, I can't help but wonder why. Because I did the hard hitting journalism, and I was like, you know what, this is gonna bother me if I don't just buy it and try it. So I bought from the green section of the supermarket rice milk, and I tried it. I put it with some granola, and I topped it with some cinnamon. Um, oh no, sorry, with mango, with cinnamon. I did a cinnamon challenge and I, I um, not sprinkled. I um, drizzled, that is the word, drizzled some honey. Um, just from the tube, like I didn't get one of those fancy honeycomb things. And I tried it and it was good. So like, why is rice milk not in the lineup? I would say it was better than almond. I would say it was better than oat for sure. Didn't taste like horse food. And as much as I like coconut milk, coconut milk tastes like something. So it's like, if it's not for you, like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a voice for the people that don't like coconut milk, even though I, I'm not naturally one of them. I would say they would like it better than, or they would like rice milk better than coconut milk. So like, why did rice milk just get left behind? Why did the mermaid who runs Starbucks not sweep that up? And to be fair, it's not called rice milk. It's called fortified rice beverage. And I think that that might be the wording. I think it might be a PR issue. I think we need to get better. It needs a better team behind it to like promote it. Because it was, it was delightful. I mean, it's still in my fridge. 
Um, I, I would like to think that I'll finish it at some point with my granola breakfast. Um, but yeah, so if, if you ever take one of my recommendations, I'm going to say purchase some fortified rice beverage. I don't know what fortified means. I don't know if we're drinking like... Okay, the only thing that did spook me out about it is from my understanding, these types of like almond oat milk, I think coconut's different because there might actually be like an element of an actual coconut that is milk. So you don't have to like milk it. it doesn't, it's not something that has to be like done to, it just is kind of naturally occurring. But I'm pretty sure like almond and oat milk is just like soaked almonds soaked oats and like the juices of it create a milk i don't know i'm not i'm not a chef but all i know is that when you cook rice you're supposed to wash it and like dump that water down the drain is that what we're drinking is that rice milk is that fortified rice beverage i'm gonna google it i'm about i'm googling it right now my fingers are typing fortified rice beverage process because it was it was delightful so it's like if we can kill two birds with one stone okay um how to make rice milk how to make rice milk soak rice in two cups wait okay hold on oh it's quick and easy we love it okay three okay yeah, yeah 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 Soak rice in two cups. Uh, sorry, I was cut off. And soak rice in two cups. So, okay. So it is, it's not the soaked water that gets poured down our nation's sinks when people are cooking rice. It is blended rice. Okay. That makes me feel better. So it's oat milk, blended oats. Hmm. Last one is oat milk blended. My FBI agent is going to be like, what is happening? Oh, same website. How to make oat milk. Minimalistbaker.com. Is this baking? Hmm. Yeah, it might be blended as well. We're just learning all of the things today. Anyway, I didn't mean to go on a 45-minute tangent about um, fortified rice beverages and oat milks and non-dairy alternatives, but... It happened, and, you know, I'm going to leave it in. I'm not going to edit it out because that would involve effort. And I just, I mean, talk about a minimalist baker. I'm a minimalist podcaster. Yeah, that's what I'm going to start saying. I think we need to rebrand laziness. And I actually have a story about that. So the other day, I was, um, I was trying to, like, get into something, and it wasn't working. And I tried again, and I did the thing where you like turn the computer off, and then you, you start it again, you wait a couple hours, you try it again, and it just was not working. Um, and I was like, well, I'm going to have to email somebody about said thing. And I was, I was just too lazy, and like, I, I, you know, I didn't want to bother people, so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to leave it. So I left it for about 24 hours, and I was like, okay. I kept pushing it off. I'm like, yeah, I'll email about it later, I'll email about it later. I finally got to a point where I was like, do you know what? Let's just do it now. And I was like, I'm going to try one more time to like do this thing before I emailed. And it worked. So I just can't help but, but take the lesson from that experience. Because that's all life is. You're, you're learning lessons. And I can't help but, but take the lesson that sometimes l- laziness 
is for common good. My inability to type an email and my, and my sheer lack of wanting to do so and gave me the grace to wait 24 hours, which allowed for a result that resulted in not having to write said email. So I'm just going to take that as a sign from whoever is out there that laziness should laziness is rewarded pretty much. And I think we just we really need to like laziness has such a negative connotation. I think we need to we need to change it. I think we should use words like um uh proactiveness. Um patience. I'm not lazy, I'm patient. I'm not lazy, I'm uh, calm, laid back. You know, I think there's, I think there's ways. I think like the people who I'm going to hire to do the promotion for the fortified rice beverage, which their first task is to change the name. I think, I think we need to acquire that team to rebrand laziness. I think laziness is not as celebrated as it should be, and I don't know if that's controversial. I don't know if that is um, me just kind of making excuses to make myself feel better, but whatever works. We're rebranding laziness. On this date, on this date, March, by the time you hear this, March 30th, 2023, it is no longer bad to be called lazy. Okay? Which, you know, uh, okay, I, I, we have to put this to the test. I have said in a past episode, maybe even this episode, that, um, you know, the ice cream machine at McDonald's is generally broken. Um, and while it is generally broken, I don't think it's genuinely broken. I think it is a laziness from the, um, you know, the, from, from, the, from the staff there. And while it is something I've complained about and is, is something that I um, am in direct opposition of, anything that stops me from having ice cream is usually not something that I am in favor for. If the root cause is laziness, I have to celebrate it now, you know? I have to have a taste of my own medicine. So no, they are not being lazy when they don't allow me a Cadbury cream egg McFlurry. Um, they are being cautious. They are looking out for, like, what if I developed a dairy allergy, you know, in the, in the hours leading up to me ending up at the drive-thru? You know, maybe they are protecting me. Maybe they are being cautious. They're not lazy, they're cautious, you know? They're not lazy, they are... Um, protective. They're not lazy. They are adhering to food safety rules. Like maybe the machine genuinely needs to be cleaned. You know, I'm, we're really reshaping things here. And I think that's all you can do. With that, with that nonsense, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do our our classic outro. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I have, to, I have to acknowledge, as I have a couple times this episode and, and do at least twice an episode, I, I know nobody's watching this, no one's listening to this. Uh, but just in case there is someone, thank you. Uh, I hope you have a great week. Please tell somebody you know to go to podcast nobody at for, and nobody asked for this com. That is our website. You can find us on Apple Music, or not Apple Music, what's the, pod, the Apple Podcasts? Spotify? couple other places 
It's all on our website. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We were briefly on TikTok. I think we did a TikTok retirement. By we, I mean me um, and my team of producers. And yeah, I want to thank you all once again for listening. I really do appreciate it. Have a great Thursday if you're listening to this on the day it comes out. If you're listening to it on another day of the week, um, have a great Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, or Wednesday, or Tuesday. I don't know what happened there. I forgot the days of the week. Um, But I will see you all next time, or more so here. I guess there's not really sight involved in this, but uh, yeah, have a great week. Bye.